This is Main Street Station, Main Street, USA. We'll take a ride on the old horse car. I'll buy you a chocolate bar. And you'll be the sweetest girl by far. Down on old Main Street, Main Street, Main Street. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of August 9th, 2020. This is episode 96, Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. We'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors. Hi Disney Marvels fans, my name's Tash and my BFF Mercedes and I make a weekly podcast dedicated to all things Disney. From music, movies and food and parks to fun weekly challenges, we discuss it all over at Chat Disney. You can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney or Twitter at Chat Disney UK. We release weekly episodes every Monday morning, which can be found on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Bye for now. And now on with the show. I want you to join with me. Join me as we take a stroll down the bustling streets of Main Street, USA, particularly in Walt Disney World. I just want to point out some of the details and some of the craftsmanship and just some of the uniqueness and what makes Main Street so special. Why wouldn't everyone thinks Main Street, USA instantly, they are brought to a place of nostalgia a place of comfort, place of a million people walking in one direction or another. But there's something special about Main Street. It's not usually thought of as a land, but it is. And most it, there's no real attractions, but there are rides. Unlike all the other lands, it is not is a land unique into itself. And the story behind it, most people don't seem to realize particularly the the amount of detailed work and if it wasn't for the amount of details and everything that the Imagineers put into Main Street USA that if you think if they left that out would the entire park still be the same I would think probably not because there's so much detail so much attention to that detail and it's so meticulously worked out that it sets the stage for the entire Magic Kingdom of Walt Disney World. And going forth, set the stage for a lot of the other theme parks as well in how they are laid out, built, designed, and how you enter into the park. It's not a mistake on how it's set up. You go, now you go through the security booths, you go through the ticket booth, and ahead of you, you see very little. In fact, as you get closer, as you're taking the ride up, it even starts before that. If you're coming up on Riverboat or you're coming by Monorail, you see ahead of you the Magic Kingdom. You see the train station, the tops of the buildings on Main Street, and you see the castle. It's a preview. Think of it like a movie trailer. Because when the Imagineers were designing it, that's, what the, that's how they designed it. 
in particularly so you would see the castle just like whenever you see a preview for a movie coming up and get excited about it. Oh, I would like to see this because it's got this bit and this scene and this actor in it and whatnot. So it is intentional that you see certain things as you approach the park. But when you get off, get off the, the uh, boat or you get off the monorail and you make your way down, all you see is the train station and the trees and nothing else. You see the trains passing by and whatnot. You hear the hustle and bustle. You hear some of the music. But really, you don't see any other the rest of the park. Just like when you're entering into a theater, you don't see the movie yet. You know that the what movie is coming, but you don't see it. And that's how Main Street. And this is how the front of the parks are set up. Scan your magic band, or you put your ticket through. You put your finger on the device. Not so much anymore. And you move forward into the the little vestibule vestibule area ahead uh just beyond the ticket booth and there's the flowers ahead of you and again the train station and there's four paths well two on either side and then those are divided subdivided into two each and you walk through and inside of those paths are those little entranceways the tunnels are posters posters of what is yet to come like when you walk into a movie theater and you see the movie posters of coming attractions of coming movies or movies that are currently playing same thing with them in uh on main street there in the in the train station and there's little details there if you look closely you'll see names and you'll start seeing little details you, you head upstairs to the train station which will have arcade arcade games of the turn of the century of the turn from the 1900s and packages and luggages and carts in details of that time focusing on the train station right now there are four trains in the magic kingdom those trains are from uh they were used in the yucatan peninsula in mexico and they were brought to they were brought to a place in tampa to get refurbished and then from there they were they were put to service initially the initial service dates of them were around 1916 to 1928 uh, they were built by the Baldwin locomotive company in Philadelphia Pennsylvania and then brought down to Yucatan Peninsula Mexico where they were salvaged in 69 uh, by the Imagineers four trains there they have the Walter E Disney the Roy O Disney the Lily Bell the Roger E Borgi the trains themselves the locomotives themselves are authentic the rest of them are recreations or are built more recently at the time of the the park opening in the late 60s early 70s so that stuff is new so you don't have to worry about that trains always run clockwise except occasionally they do run them counterclockwise if there's certain construction going on like when splash mountain was being built but i digress let's continue on main street you start hearing the music now and as you go through this tunnel you just see a bright light in a little bit of glimpse of what's ahead of you. It's just buildings, just parts of Main Street. If you're coming out on the left side with the castle ahead of you, you have the fire station and the, the uh, automotive shop. If you're on the, uh, the right side, you have the town hall, which occasionally keeps changing. You the camera shop in there, and now you had Walt's story in there, and now you have, uh, that's where you meet Mickey Mouse, but again, you don't see, you can't see the castle anymore. You haven't seen the castle now since you were coming towards the Magic Kingdom. 
And again, this is intentional. Ahead of you is the little garden area with the flag. Flag is retired every evening by usually service members. And you have the statue of Roy O. Disney with Minnie Mouse, who is sitting kind of relaxed and just calmly sitting there, gently resting Minnie's hand on him. If you look over to the right, can look if you're heading facing up Main Street, on your right is Tony's restaurant. One of a couple restaurants within the Magic Kingdom uh, with on Main Street, two sit-down restaurants. In that one there, there's a statue of Goofy that every so often you'll hear something coming from. But also if you look on the ground in front of Tony's, you'll see a little memento from a certain two little dogs, Lady and the Tramp. Just keep an eye out for them. You have the little gazebo areas. There's a bathroom over there. And again, now you're starting to hear turn of the century music. It's all upbeat music. It's all little happier music just to get you excited in the mood. And you walk forward and there's the shops. You have the Emporium on the left and then you have some of the other shops on the right there. And again, if you look all the details of the shops, one thing to keep in mind, these buildings are scaled. They are particularly, they're built in a certain way. The tops are not a proportion like your house. If you have a multi-story house, the first floor and the second floor are generally around the same size. These, this is not the case with the buildings on Main Street. On Main Street, they do use forced perspective, just like they in the movies. They're kind of actually like flats, like in a movie, where the rest of the building, it seems like there's something there, but there isn't. It's usually just the first floor, or so you think. But, for example, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, which is at the far end of the Main Street, the first floor is 12 feet tall. The second floor is 10 feet tall. It's two feet shorter. And the third story, third floor, is eight feet tall. Two feet shorter than the last one. But your eye, when you're looking at that, is going to see, okay, it looks about the same. Give or take, it's pretty close. And your mind just automatically comes up the excuse. The reason why it seems shorter is because it's higher up. Your brain is making the building seem taller than it is. Another trick that they use is that, though you may not realize it, Main Street USA is on a hill. You are walking uphill to get to the castle, and that's also done on purpose. The reason for this is so that way the journey seems a little longer when you're going to the, when you're getting into the Magic Kingdom, because let's face it, you just get to the Magic Kingdom, you have a lot more energy, you're a lot more excited, than when you're leaving. And to go downhill gets you down there a little faster. It seems a little easier, a little shorter, a little quicker to get out of the park than it does to get in. You're traveling the same distance, but that slight grade in the ground, that slight grade makes all the world of difference. And you're looking up at the castle and the castle just seems that much more magnificent as soon as you turn that corner and start walking up Main Street. But don't forget, while you're walking up Main Street, there's more details to be seen. Just like in a movie. And that's how you have to approach the Magic Kingdom. Particularly when you walk in, is that it's a movie. In movies of old, the credits were at the beginning. And so is Main Street USA. From the very point that you've now, from you've entered the park, before you enter into the mag under the train station, you will see windows. So whenever you get scan your magic band look up at the train station there's a window up there and guess whose name's on it chief engineer 
Walter E. Disney. His name's on there for a reason, because he was the first, you know, he is the head. He's the most important one. Like, whenever you see a movie, director, so-and-so, Francis Ford Coppola, Steven Spielberg, in this case, Walter Disney. He's the first one. His name does appear twice, and this also is on purpose. And so you're walking along. You see Walt E. Disney's name first under the, on, railroad, on the railroad office. You keep moving along. He's their chief engineer. At the end of Main Street, you'll also see a window which simply says, Walt Disney, Master Classes in Design and Master Planning. That's placed there as well because to bookend the credits. As you're walking your way through Main Street, USA, you'll see a lot of windows. And there's a lot of people's names. And it's not just, you know, thank you, Mary Blair, for painting this. They had fun. The Imagineers had fun with the names and had fun with certain things. The most recent name to be added is Frank G. Wells. Former president, passed away um, very tragically. He loved to, to climb mountains. He, he was a, a very much a mountain climber. Um, so the Seven Summits Explorations of Frank G. Wells, president. It's, got, it's the highest window on Main Street. And this is where you'll see his name. But you also have the MT Lot Real Estate Investments. This is a pseudonym for the companies used by Walt Disney to secure and buy the, the land. You have the Center Street Academy for Fine Arts. This window pays tribute to uh, the artists who worked on um, at Walt Disney Imagineering, uh, including Mary Blair, Herb Raymond, uh, Blaine Gibson, John Hench. You have Hollywood Publishing, uh, the lead show writers for the Magic Kingdom project. Uh, these are people like FX Encino, uh, Al Bertino, and Martin, uh, Marty Scalar. Um, you know, they're the ones that wrote a lot of the shows and stuff that you see around the place. So look, take the time, slow down, and take the time and look at the names, and you know, especially how it's written and stuff. It, it, you may not realize who the window is for and who it's talking about. But trust me, those names are there for a reason. And if it wasn't for those names, you would not be walking down Main Street USA into the Magic Kingdom to go on some of the best attractions in Earth. Again, as you're moving along, stuck over to the, the, uh, the firehouse. Firehouse now is a, usually it's a collectible shop. Um, art of Disney shop, but you got the detail work of a, a firehouse from the turn of the century, from the the early 1900s, which this Main Street USA uh, is supposed to be. It's got the uh, you know you got a ladder going up. You have the little workstations and stuff where you know the the firemen would be doing the you know doing their stuff. You also have patches. You have patches from around the United States from people from different firehouses that they've either when they visited, handed over, or they've mailed in. And Disney is proudly displaying some of the brave firefighters who visited the Magic Kingdom over the years there. So a nice little tribute. Doesn't draw any attention. Not a big blaring thing that it's there. But again, it's those fine details, those fine little things that you will see on Main Street that you just you would not realize as you're just quickly running to go to the next attraction. Speaking of the Main Street, 
in the Magic Kingdom of Walt Disney World, Main Street is, of course, it's bigger, um, as is the whole park and the castle. There are more hints to in industrialization on this Main Street um, in the slight more ornate arch architecture, which they Imagineers called Eastern Seaboard Victorian. I mean, rumor has it that Main Street in Disneyland, California, is based on Walt's childhood memories, memories being the keyword, of Marceline, Missouri. Chances are, if you ask around Imagineering, they will tell you some of that may be true. It's not an exact copy. They did not go to Marceline and map out all the buildings and re replicate it there in California and then again in Florida. But Walt came up, came up with the ideas of stuff. And then you also have Harper Goff, who designed and painted pictures of what was to be put there. And I'm sure a lot of influence of his growing up in Fort Collins, Colorado, was put into this. So you kind of have a blend of it. It's, it's the nostalgia. It's when you think back to how things were, may not always be how it actually was. You think about when you were growing up, how your schoolhouse, your school building looked, or the shopping center that you always went to, the grocery store, or or whatever. Even some maybe your old house or your original house or your grandparents' house, and you think back to those, and you know in your mind it, it was this way, and that's how it was, and you know your emotions kind of get caught into the imagery. But then you look back at pictures and go, wait a second, I don't remember it like this. So that that's kind of what's you know involved there. Um, but you know the fine details as you move along into Main Street, the doorknobs are done just so. I mean, the one of the main details that they paid attention to was if you're looking far away at something, you have the long shot again, thinking of movies because when they built Main Street, it was a movie set. So if you're doing the long shot, far away, everything kind of lines up and there's nothing arguing with each other. This building looks right here. That building looks right there. Nothing looks out of place. And if you get the close-up shot with the fine details to make sure that the carpeting blended nicely with the next carpeting, Walt even made sure whenever he was doing the Disneyland Main Street and again on the uh, Main Street USA, here in uh, Florida is that the windows are lower to the ground just like they were at the turn of the century this way the children could easily see into the stores because we know children influence shopping the bakery and the smells are there on purpose and sure as most of you know they're not directly coming from the the, the bakery themselves or the candy shop or from Casey's hot dog uh, corner. These are produced. They have the the little sensor uh, smell things in the uh, in the ground that spray out sound smells and help enhance the story. The music enhances the story. The Dapper Dan singing from the the barbershop, the barbershop quartet. Main Street USA in Florida. You can get a haircut there. You're gonna pay a little more than you probably would at home. But, hey, you could say you got your hair cut, cut, you got your hair cut on Main Street USA in Walt Disney World. And how awesome is that? You also, I mean, you, you look around, you have the, you know, as you're walking up on the right there, you have a little 
nook that you go into. There used to be one on the left, but they expanded the porium in 2002 and they took away the little side street there and made it part of, to expand the shops. What would Disney World be without larger shops? But even in the shop itself, details is important. The detailing in the Emporium, you will see that there are gas lamps and electric lamps. How do you know which one is which? The gas lamps are the ones that are facing up. The electric lamps are the ones that face down. And the expansion you'll see is themed differently than the rest of the store because this was built a couple of years later and the owners were obviously doing very well financially, traveling to Europe and getting a lot of influence from European shops, hence the red brick and the slightly more Victorian style and different stylization of that part of the store. Further down, you will now there's the Starbucks stuff on there. Yeah, that seems a little strange for Main Street USA, but you have the ice cream parlor, which has some fantastic creations. Um, the sweet shop, it's got some nice stuff. The theater has changed over the years, um, but you still see a little bit of Mickey shorts and stuff going on in there. Also, as you get towards the end, on your left, you have the Crystal Palace, the other sit-down restaurant on Main Street USA, where you usually have a buffet with Pooh and friends. Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Eeyore, or Rabbit, walk around and you get your pictures with them. It's really nice. It's, it's a nice little setup. It's a good way to duck out of the heat. You can enjoy the part of the day, and if you're lucky, you have a window seat to watch people watch and see the shows going on in front of the castle. And just It's a nice little eatery, some decent food there. It's obviously a place that me and my family go often. And that's on, again, heading up on the left side, and from there you have Adventureland. On the right side, you have the ice cream shop, and then that brings you around to Tomorrowland Terrace and to Tomorrowland. Other things that are going on though on Main Street, and it's not how to put this. Years ago, when I was when as a child, Main Street wasn't as busy as it was today, where it's wall-to-wall -wall people sometimes as you're trying to head up it, and it was a little bit easier to take take advantage of the attractions, not attractions, the rides on Main Street, and I'm talking about the horseless carriages, the fire truck and the horse-drawn trolley cars because there's the tracks on Main Street which you do have to sometimes watch where you're walking they're usually pretty good on cleaning up after them but sometimes things happen but no they're they're good about that they're good about that you just have to watch where you're walking because of the rail tracks and that's really what it is so it's a little harder for these to get around and these are what are referred to as A-ticket attractions you always hear of the E-ticket rides those are like Space Mountain and Seven Doors Mine Train, the big thrill rides. Those are e-ticket rides. This comes back to the original days of Walt Disney World when you had the ticket book. You'd buy a book of tickets that have A, B, C, D, E tickets to go on different attractions. You'd hand the ticket over and go on that ride. You have more A than you did E. Or you could buy individual tickets of the different classes. So the Main Street vehicles were A tickets. They're you're less thrilling, more family oriented, just an easy going and a nice way to just kind of experience Main Street. It's just another fun thing to do. So this is Main Street USA. Again, the fine details that they've put into it. 
everything has a purpose there. The doorknobs are done particularly well in, in a certain way, in a certain fashion, in a certain design. And if you look above in the windows, you'll see lamps and stuff behind them. And it looks, you, I mean, you would think it's an office part of the offices and stuff. There's people in there. And at night, you may actually think you see people because they, the way that they use the lighting, they're flickering lights and they'll even have shadows move and just kind of give the buildings more additional life. And again, this is to give everything that additional sense of detail and just suck you into the story that you don't even realize that you're being brought into in the adventures that are going to lay ahead of you. What are your thoughts on Main Street USA? Is it something that you just, it's just something to, the barrier that you have to cross through to get to all the different lands and to get on your rides, you know, move out of the way, Main Street, USA, Seven Doors Mine Train, and Astro Orbiters are calling. Or, you know, is it something that you just like to take that stroll and walk along? Particularly for me, I enjoy it during the morning, but at night, I absolutely love it. Walking down as I'm leaving, it just pulls at the heartstrings. Just the, the lighting, the music, especially after the parades and the fireworks show. And there's not quite as many people. And you're not in a hurry to get out. And you just can stroll and take your time and just take in the ambiance. And for me, especially, I, I know I mentioned this in the show before, be, uh, shows before, during Christmas time. Christmas time on Main Street USA is probably to me one of the most magical experiences that I've I've ever been party to. It, it you have the wreaths up on the lamps, you have snow blowing at night, and it's even though it's Florida, it does get a little chilly at night. So you get that chill. You have the snow going. You have the the instrumental music, holiday music playing. Christmas music playing, the smell of warm sugar cookies and hot cocoa in your belly, and it, it's just, it, it, it's more magical than any Christmas shop that you'll ever experience in your town, most likely. It, it, it's just, is so nostalgic. It just transports you to "It's a Wonderful Life" or "Miracle on 34th Street," and you are in that type of setting that it is just. Christmas you know everyone's a little happier everyone's got a little you know extra bounce and little rosy cheeks and just spectacular but the magic doesn't isn't limited to the Christmas time don't get me wrong I'm just being nostalgic here but at night like I said you have the lights and you know the little hustle bustle and you, you have the, the you know the little music that, that main street music playing all you know Whistling Dixie and um, uh, uh, the one Daisy Daisy that one, um, good old summertime, you know, playing in the in the background just just so, not overpowering so that it drowns out all the other sounds, but just enough to give that extra character, and you have the the trains coming along and the whistles blowing, and street lamps lit. Again, it's just, it's like nowhere else on earth. That that short distance of Main Street. You know, and 
you know, you're just stuck into the shops and you, you got all the, the apparel and uh, merchandise available there. You have the candy, you have the jewelry, you have, you know, the plush, you have everything on Main Street itself. And then, you, like I said, you stroll and you, you look at the windows and see the names of the people that helped make this possible. Again, it's the credits. So now you're seeing it in reverse. As you're leaving, you're getting the credits at the end of the show, too. But in this case, like I said, main purpose is for the credits as you're coming in. So, again, I ask you, what's your take on Main Street? What is your favorite part of Main Street? My wife would probably tell you the Emporium. Me? Oh, I just, I love it all. I love, I love particularly to sit at a bench and just take it in or certain little you know the little garden gazebos on the side there there's some some nice little quaint touches that people quickly overlook and, and pass it by because it's not a, a you know a line to get on to a thrill ride or attraction and then go on to a ride there, there's it is the perfect place to sit down relax and enjoy everything in front of you because what is in front of you is not just, I mean, you, know, you paid a lot, you want to get on the rides, but it's beautiful. It is beauty. It is, again, the fine details, the artwork. It is a living painting. That's Main Street USA. What's your favorite part? Let us know. Join us on the conversation. You can do this over at facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast or on our Facebook group which is facebook.com slash groups slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Disney Marvel's. And we have are on Instagram at um, our Instagram handle on the IG is Disney Marvel's podcast. So pretty much you can find us anywhere on at Disney Marvel's podcast, except for Twitter, which we're just Disney Marvel's. You can also email the show with any answers or suggestions for the show to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com or you can leave a voice message through the Anchor app and website. Links are in the show notes. And as I mentioned last week, and I'll mention it again, our 100th episode is coming up. And I want to hear from you, the new-time listeners, the long-time listeners, and everyone in between. Please, send us a voicemail, voice message, if you don't want to use the Anchor app, do it on your phone and send it to an email to Disney Marvels, labeled it 100th uh, episode or something. And I want to hear from you about the show, some of your favorite moments from the past 100 episodes. Um, you know, what do you think of the show? And anything. just Or just to say hi or congratulations. You know, or if you don't want to leave a voice message, just send an email. I'll read the emails on the show. I'll play the voice message on the show. I want you to be part of this milestone episode. I also want to thank you for your time. You know, how little time we all have these days and how crazy everything is. So the fact that you've spent some of it with me, especially walking down Main Street, nothing is more magical than, you know, walking down Main Street with your friends, because you are my friends. We are family, the Disney family means so much to me and you know, we're in this show together I do it for you you listen to me it's just a whole nice combination and you know if you I could just ask of you to, to tell your friends any people that you know that are into Disney let them know about the show um, and just helps 
build the family. The more people in this Disney family, the better. Walt believed in a big family, and so do I. Or also, go on to iTunes. Subscribe to this, make sure you subscribe to the show, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show. But leave a rating, particularly on iTunes, leave a rating. Uh, the other ones don't have the rating system. Give it a thumbs up, high five, whatever your system is. Uh, but on iTunes, if you give it a, a, a good rating, leave a review too. The more ratings and reviews, the more people find out about the show. Again, it just helps build the show. Uh, we're doing great with all the five-star reviews. Uh, all of our reviews are five stars. I, I can't thank you guys enough for the people that have taken the time to leave the reviews. And people, those who haven't gotten to it yet, uh, I can't wait to see yours. I hope it's also five stars. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. But also become, uh, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. Keep things going. Let's get new equipment and whatnot. Um, movies to review when movies come back. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash Marvels slash support. Or you can also find our Patreon page, which links are in the show notes for both of those. Over at Patreon, you get some cool stuff, so maybe you want to do it over there. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever troubles, whatever difficulties, don't give up. Believe in yourself. You're not alone in this. You could be in this together. There is someone out there cheering, supporting you. Even if, even if it doesn't seem like there anyone is anyone, that's you. Support yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't give up on yourself because you are worth it. You are special. You are amazing. You are you. There's no one else like you. There never will be and there never has. Make people realize how wonderful you are. Grab the light that's inside of you. Hold it, embrace it, and let it shine for the world to see. Because you too make a difference. I'd like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney himself, of course. Main Street, USA is America at the turn of the century. The crossroads of an era. The gas lamps and the electric lamps. The horse-drawn car and the auto car. Main Street is everyone's hometown. The heartline of America. That's Walt Disney. Thank you again, everyone. And we'll see you next time.